0: This show is brought to you by Nice Mug. Nice Mug is the only mug made entirely out of ice. For more information, go to NiceMug.com and enter the coupon code SAUNA for 10% off your entire purchase. Well, hey everybody, Uh, this is Glenn and uh, we have a special episode uh, of Sauna Talk. And I want to introduce you to a real close friend of mine, Steve. I got to know Steve about 20 years ago, and Steve has embraced the authentic sauna experience uh, at my Cabin Island sauna up north through um, multiple boys' weekends, at least 20 of them. Some of them in winter, but most often in the fall when we uh, close up, and in the spring when we open up. Uh, Steve's always been a great help and supporter of that uh process of you know cabin ownership which can be a pain in the neck but with a guy like Steve it's a it's a lot of fun but this episode is um is significant for me cuz I want to share with you guys Steve's backyard sauna build project uh many I get many inquiries on sauna times about people wanting uh, to build their own saunas, and what I um wanted to do for some time is to really document the nuts and bolts of building your own sauna in the backyard, independent of in addition to my ebook sauna build from start to finish uh, this is uh, is significant because you will be learning uh, firsthand uh, what it takes for an amateur builder to undertake. Uh, the construction of their own authentic backyard sauna. Um, so you'll hear all about that. Um, Steve, since completion at uh, Thanksgiving, that's been about 100 days ago. I did a little bit of math. Um, they have been out there, Steve and his wife Amy and his kids when they're in town, uh, 95 out of the last 100 days they have uh, taken saunas. Um, you will learn about the shed build concept where uh, it's easy to build a sauna from ground up, um, but the process of constructing uh, a shed is, uh, uh, is sometimes you know beyond our scope. It takes some extra tools, some extra hands, got to be up on a roof. So the concept of hiring a shed company to shell um, a backyard shed is discussed in this episode. It's a great way to jumpstart your sauna build. We will talk about how much a sauna costs. And uh, you will, uh, the spoiler alert is I'm going to give you the total here uh, of exactly how much Steve's sauna build cost, And uh, that includes uh, hiring the shed company uh, in a total of $7,400. Additionally, you will uh, get get some information about... uh, 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 Steve's method of sauna building, uh, which is not as nuanced as others that I've encountered. Um, Steve's focus was to get the sauna completed. Um, His line is that you can always have bigger trim. So he was not so concerned about measurements to the 16th or 8th of an inch and I commend him for that. Um, you will learn some tips that he and I have collaborated on. Uh, example, cedar fencing. It's a wonderful, inexpensive way to panel. Not recommended so much for the hot room, but his changing room looks off awesome. I use cedar fence paneling all the time to make my own trim. And Steve's taken that to a little deeper level. Uh, additionally, i um, uh, you'll you'll also hear uh, from his wife, Amy, who came in after work, and I really I really wanted to capture uh, Amy um, a- Amy's experience of sauna because she did not grow up with sauna. She's experienced sauna at the health club, and what a formative change it has been to her wellness, her well being, uh, having their own backyard sauna. And their routine. So welcome, Steve, extraordinaire, to sauna
1: It makes all the difference in the world.
0: I can't believe it. having a
1: sauna without
0: an ashtray. Well, you'd be fucking around with it all the time. <laughs> That's for sure. And you know, my deal is is well, how long have I known you, Steve? Going on 15, 18 years. 18 years? So, you know, I'm, I'm as frugal as uh, a bachelor farmer and a lot of things, but when it comes to a sauna stove, you buy all the shit once, and then you use it every time. It would be hard to go back up
1: and buy the stuff once you're settled in, in your sauna, sauna's in place.
0: And change things? Yeah.
1: Spend the 400, spend the 500 and get it all now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then every time you use it, it's, you know, it's like a good car that doesn't depreciate that much. You don't have to change the brakes or the oil or you just keep using it.
1: So the frequency that I use the ash pan, (coughs) Mm. was sauna, Mm -hmm. taking a sauna on most days maybe taking a day off every two weeks, I am emptying the sauna pan, the ash pan, every third day.
0: Interesting, so every third sauna?
1: Every third, every now, fourth sauna. Now, are
0: you pulling the coals forward? Yes,
1: Absolutely. Interesting.
0: Well, you must be plowing through wood.
1: I am, I am we um, yeah. keeping Jay's Firewood <laughs> Company very happy they're a great <laughs> company they come deliver it right to the back of the sauna
0: it's good product
1: yes absolutely great product the tool that is given to you when you buy the Kuma stove for cleaning the ash ashes into the ash pan from the stove is a two-piece tool one to pull a the two ashes a two-pronged tool yeah 2 prong tool it's a uh, one side of it pulls the ashes forward, the other side is a slice so you can get the ashes through the slices in the bottom of the stove.
0: Yeah. It's a great marvel of engineering. Yeah. is, <laughs> isn't it? And, and so, how do you it, feel about that? Well, it's so homespun. <laughs> I love it. It's a, it's a piece of art in its own way, the way it's just DIY welded all these little components bent and welded and little squares um however i'm not a fan of the vertical one the pull it forward piece the component 100 percent all in and i got on daryl about it i said daryl you don't need that extra little flap and he oh. got he got mad at me he has
1: every right to get mad at you what's all? so great about the flapper side because you can clean from the sides yeah and from the front and then you clean out your slats that allows more airflow
0: Yeah, I know the slats in the front or along the sides.
1: The slats in the front, down to the ash pan. Yeah,
0: I get it. I get it. I've not had a problem. I I encourage people to saw off the flap because the problem with the flap thing is it gets hung up on the in the fire in the doorway, and you can burn your hand really easily. So for me, I'd like the I like the sleekness of the pull it forward. Why are you
1: doing it when you're when it's hot?
0: That's the trick. Trust me on this one. Before you add a stick of firewood, pull your coals forward and we tone do it, it when down. when it's cold. Right no, before. do it before you add a log. Because what you're trying to build there is a base of coals. And then you can tone it down and you can burn with much less oxygen.
1: So you're saying pull it forward before you start the fire? Nope. Nope. Or um, when you burn it when down you... and before you put on the next log? Yeah. Pull it forward.
0: Yeah. Anytime you have a fire that's mature and burning and it's hungry for wood, before you add a stick of wood, pull the coals forward.
1: Well, I pull the coals forward with that stick there.
0: You can, and that's yeah. janky. And then you do that up that north. janky
1: that, well, you clean out your stove while it's cool, and then that's <laughs> when you use that tool.
0: If you follow my way, you never need to clean the ash because before you add your final stick of wood, like, first of all, you need less wood when you pull the coals forward. Sure. Okay, so the, b- before you throw your last stick of firewood on, you're pulling those coals forward, and then you burn that. And then, you know, say it's round three, and you look in the firebox and you say, huh, do I need another stick of wood? Well, invariably, if you just pull the existing coals forward, that replaces the need for the final stick of wood. And then all that burns off. So when you come up, the, come out the next day, there's no ash to pull down. Very little ash to pull down into the ash pan. It's all burned off. So well, try I've, it, man. Try I've, it.
1: I've, I've uh, gone over to your sauna when you've been on vacation and looked inside your stove. and um, to use your term,
0: janky, your <laughs> stove is janky. <laughs> my stove is janky. Well, you know how many saunas <laughs> I've taken with that stove? I mean, w- I wish we brought a calculator here, because I do have some questions for you. We're going to get to the meat of the matter. reason why I'm glad to have you on Sauna Talk is, is, is many. You know, there's many reasons. But, <clears throat> like, first of all, math. So I built my sauna in 2003, which is my backyard sauna. So it gets used only 70% of the year, <clears throat> but it's three times a week, times uh, sixteen years. That's a lot of saunas. Mm-hmm. Three times a week, thirty weeks a year. So that's nine. Thirty times three is nine ninety. Ninety saunas. Yeah. And what, how How long is that? Uh, I don't know. It's a lot, a lot of saunas. Yeah, in that sauna stove. So, what's so changing? And, and, and
1: right right now, for our first two months of being in this sauna, Amy and I are on pace to do about 330 saunas a year. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> if we yeah. continue at this pace. Do you anticipate this pace maintaining itself?
1: Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to going through a full season of the first year of a sauna. Yeah. You learn so much. You learn about changes as far as changing hooks around, mm-hmm. changing benches around. Yeah. Um, it's nice to not be finished right away. Yeah. Um, I've been able to sit in here for a couple months and wait till springtime comes and I can do some finishing trim and finishing shelving work. And it's kind of nice to live with it for a while to see how you use it and how your spouse uses it.
0: And the next phase that you can start bringing your attention to, hopefully in a month now, is the outside. You've done zero landscaping. This thing got plopped in here on Halloween Day. Yep. I remember. I swung. I swung by. And then um, let's take the chronologies for those listening on sauna talk. So we're sitting here with Steve. Now I just want to back it all up and let's talk about your history with sauna. Have you sauna? Did you sauna before you got to know me?
1: No. And, and I'd like to just say now I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here with Glenn at Sauna Times.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've been <laughs> wanting to do this sauna talk for a while. I've been wanting to get pictures of this sauna for a while. I don't know what it is about Steve. I think I think you were on a witness relocation program in your previous life. Cause I, you can't, did not wanna... I
1: can't talk about
0: that. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work to get you on sauna talk, and I appreciate having you here. Because really what I want to extract out of you is... is couple of things here about your history with sauna how long you, how long you've been into sauna and all that and then and then bring it all up to October 31st when your shed was was built. So well, you, Chiria, you,
1: you are the one Glenn at Sauna Times that introduced me to saunas and it was from your Aldrich one when we first met and that, that, that was the, right
0: around the year 2000 Yep. 1999,
1: probably. And then you moved into the new house, and and, uh, we built the sauna in the garage. And
0: you helped me with that. That was 2003. We did some floor work together. You're very generous. And in that time,
1: we've done the cabin every year, once or twice a year. And
0: And when did the cabin visit start for you? That had to be late 1990s, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So you've been going up to the cabin for 30 years. Jeez. Oh nine? No. no, twenty years. Twenty years. See but time flies when you have like fun. thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? So you've been up to the cabin twice a year for twenty years. hmm You've maybe missed once or twice, but that's forty trips. well then we would go up other times. So yeah. you've been up there at least forty times. And is that where you really got immersed into the authentic sound experience, or would you say it was more the backyard? Or what what really brought it forward for really you? Really it
1: was the cabin. So the cabin feel of getting up onto an island, staring out at a lake, jumping in the lake. The one year we cut holes in the ice and jumped in the lake. The the period between the cabin visits and, and going to Osana and Aldrich was was great fill for the big bangs.
0: Yeah, well and said. And, well
1: you know, and and then building, um, just. Just made me even hungrier, and I can even tell you times that I come home and talk to Amy and just say, you know, you really got to do this, and I was well, it's, just kept putting it off and putting yeah. it off and putting so, it off, and then we built the one on Superior, yeah, which was just beautiful, watching the waves that are 15 yards away from the deck of the sauna. To the one that uh, we you had transported up to central Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and that sauna that. He had overlooking a small river valley yeah, right that, on, right on. that he was able to walk down to the river. <coughs> yeah, He, you had, he had the outside hot and cold water.
0: And he had a slab already laid so that yeah. when we delivered the sauna, he was ready to go.
1: Yeah, that was a fabulous sauna. Yeah. I would love to go back up there and spend a weekend. And
0: He's invited and, us up. They, up. They've invited us up there. That was a sauna that, uh, just to rewind the clock for those listening, what Steve's talking about is the sauna that I built for a couple in central northern Wisconsin <clears throat> it was an 8 by 12 it was a tough shed I used a garden center just a quick little bike ride from my house um, it, there it has since been closed on common gardens and that's where I would have tough shed assemble for me uh, the 8 by 12 shed and then I would finish the inside and the outside um, and put the windows in and all of that jazz I basically used tough shed just to kickstart the project I mean and it's nice to have their foundation, that, that aluminum stuff, right Steve? It, um, it was really this cell. Um,
1: over the summer we were preparing ourselves to build the sauna and I was going to build the framing. My wife knows me very well and one Sunday morning she called me and said I've been looking at tough sheds. We could ha- get a tough shed here for $2,800, $2,800, 8 x 12 reverse gable, And And openings for door and windows. Yep, at your choice where you wanted to put them, and uh, and then it came on a six-inch aluminum frame. Yeah, metal frame, and it just made all the sense because they had they gave you four inches of um, leeway on your grade. So you could be four inches off, and they still would just put in some patio blocks, and sure, (laughs) they would level it from there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and did you prep the area with uh, class five?
1: Class five, and I and at that time was when I put in the drain, which was a rather simple Mm.
0: dig. Mm -hmm. um,
1: Dig down four feet, use a PVC pipe with. And you had a a post
0: hole digger on that you just dug it down. How long did it take you to dig that that hole? Twenty minutes. You yeah. had the right tool. Yeah,
1: right tool. Twenty minutes. I'm in sand here. So. And then
0: you backfilled it with a uh, with gravel. With with your two inch PVC yep. going down four feet. Yep. French drain to the max. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I've had no problems with it so far.
0: And we've had a long, cold, dark, wet winter. And Amy loves tossing water over herself in the hot room, doesn't she? Yeah. How yeah. much that would was you say as a, that on was a the, concern? I know. And, and it hasn't been. Well, that's great to hear because to be blunt with you, I did a mod, uh, um, in my cabin or my backyard sound, I did a modified French drain where I did, it, it went, it goes down at elbows and then at tees. And all of that is well above four feet. And that was kind of a mistake. I mean, if you're going to do it, I should have, in hindsight, I should have done it the A job and gone down four feet because you're getting complete drain below the frost line.
1: I would think so. Maybe not this year with the weather the way it's been, but most yeah. years. Okay, you're, you're not going
0: so how, So I'm holding in my hand a 32 ounce deli cup, which is a great story in and of itself. This is a, we love having these in the part of a sauna. They're just simple deli cups, like put in your, you know, grocery store deli department. Your 32 ounces, your large serving of uh, potato salad. That, that's what you'll get these in, and that was the foundation for Nice Mud, which is a whole other story. But you have a bunch of these around, too. They're wonderful for, for dipping in the five-gallon bucket and dumping water over your head, right? So you had two whole nother stories just in that last sentence. Yeah, isn't it awful? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Summit Talk. <Sonata. laughs> hey, I'm trying to keep you guys alive here. I am. I, I am. We're going to talk about the build, but we're going to talk about how much water goes down the drain. Now, Amy uses about how many of these thirty-two ounces? Six, Six for three rounds. Okay. Okay. So yeah. that that's a fair value. I watched. Yeah, I know. I know. And Julia loves tossing water all over in the hot room. And you know, every sauna one should be not restricted by copious amounts of water. It mm-hmm. makes for a great sauna. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna bathe in the hot room, you should be able to do that. If you we wanna dump all, water over your we're head. All different. Well, it's nice to have a sauna that, that if you want to dump water in the hot room, the sauna owner isn't worked up about it. Yeah. Yep. And this four-foot drain is, a, is an example of you having... Okay, so let's do some math. So you finished... The first sauna was taken on what day? December? Uh, it was just before Thanksgiving because
1: the kids were coming okay. home and I told them I, I promised I would have the, the sauna up and running.
0: Okay, so that's three months and two weeks ago. So let's just say that's uh, four times three is 12. So 14 months, it's been 14 weeks since you've had your sauna. And how many nights in a typical week have you not taken a sauna? One. Okay, so six saunas a week Yeah. times 14 yeah. weeks. Yeah. That's a lot of sauna. And that's a lot a of water way. under the And yeah. in, in, in there. yeah. So back to the chronology, with Tough Shed, they came on October 31st, thanks to Amy and her suggestion, let's just buy this thing yep. and get it delivered, right?
1: Yep, 90 degree angles, all set to go, no goofiness from my craftsmanship, and, and it was just a perfect start to yeah. get moving on.
0: 14 on center studs. They came,
1: they came in and they actually put down the chimney hood for me,
0: That's and then, right. then roughed around it, which, yeah.
1: which is... A, an incredible thing.
0: That was a nice little bonus, because yeah. you were ready, you did the plumb bob, you knew where you wanted your chimney exactly, yep. or within a little bit of play, you did not even have your common wall defined, but you. we basically knew, because of a reverse gable, that we wanted to offset this chimney to the hot room side, pretty close to the ridge.
1: Yep, as close it, as we
0: could. As close to the ridge as you can, and it just turned out perfect, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't define it any, any better the clearance uh, from, the, from the common wall, which is what's really defined. And then you did a great job defining the, the, um, the boot or the chimney uh, relative to the back wall. Mm-hmm. So you nailed it right on. And the plumb bob was key for that, wasn't it?
1: Well, I had good advice that
0: day. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, you know, when you do a lot of these, you understand the importance of, like, a template for your stove, which you had, mm-hmm. on a good direction from the book. I believe that you read from start to finish.
1: Well, we can comment on the book later.
0: <laughs> and uh, and there you go. So you have the template of your stove. You have a plumb bob. You run a little screw up through the ceiling of or, or the rafters. And uh, and there you and, and you know and hopefully you're not hitting the rafter, which you won't because you're coming right off the ridge. And uh, there you go. Boom. Run that screw through, and then uh, you're going to cut out for. Your chimney, and I love building a sound that way. Get the stove in. Work around it. Not a bad way to go. It's really motivation. Yeah. 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 So we just did a cool down outside. It's single digits. It's no more than two, three degrees. And we take one of these 32-ounce water deli cups, fill it with water. And that 32 ounces is a nice amount to throw over your whole body. Isn't that?
1: It? it is. not It yeah. is. And then to just sit outside and let the steam roll off your body. Yeah. Or come inside into the changing room, and fill the changing room with your steam. Yes. Yes. It's magical.
0: It is. Well, okay. Let's describe a great. Th- a that.
1: great. Warrior once said and called that changing room environment, Hawaii-like.
0: Yeah. Mountain, uh, mountain, mountain, humidity. Mountain humidity. Yeah, yeah. Cool. and it's such a wonderful um, climate to have in Minnesota, specifically in winter, because we're dealing with like today is a classic Minneapolis winter's day, single digits, bone dry, sunny, and there. That's beautiful weather, but weeks upon weeks of that, as you know, and I want to talk about s- skin and and all mm-hmm. that in a second. It's not great. It's not great for your lungs. It's not great for your skin and your psyche. You're like, I want steam. I want steam. In this moment, we have right here, the way you define that, you know, it's what would you say the temp is in here right now, Steve?
1: I would think it's about 70 degrees in here with steam.
0: See, I would say it's about 45 degrees in here. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it was effing cold when I came in for round one, and we haven't done anything. So let's call it, let's say I'm right. <laughs> let's just say I'm right. It's too warm. If it was 70. Well, hey, we're going to would... hit upon that arrogance. I, know. <laughs> That's oh, I thought you were going to set the 70 degrees. No, no, we're going <laughs> to hit upon that arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, it's in the 40s or 50s. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. And, and I can barely see you, like through yeah. the steam, and you're only a couple feet away. It's that intense, cool steam, like a mountain hike, Oregon. Olympic Peninsula, Hawaii, where you're just immersed in the clouds. Yeah. And that contrasted with a cold, dry winter's day is just magical. And you put a dim light in here at night, the effect is... Yeah. Or a candle in the candle window. A candle in the candle window. Come on. That's all you need, you know? Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we were talking about... uh, a nuance outside. What was that? And I said, hey, we got to get that on tape. It was about the build process and when you put in the stove. Yes. And the, and the, go ahead yeah, on that. Well,
1: you know, we had the chimney hood put in when they roofed it, and then I covered that, and I got the tongue blue cedar and the general rock in uh, without the door and then burned the stove off light a fire in the stove without the chimney on it or you the fire from, bricks even, with right? the, uh, I put the fire bricks oh, okay in good burn those um, guys yeah, too, and yeah. I just burned that for a half a day and wow. as as I was working in here yeah I just kept it going with scraps and things like that uh-huh. and you could really tell the difference of the smell of it burning off yeah and then I brought it in uh-huh. and with a two-wheeler it. right well, yeah yeah
0: and how many people
1: uh just myself and uh Glenn at Santa Times
0: well, so there you go. Okay. So two bodies and a two-wheeler. And it's, you need all of that, don't you? you do. We put a plywood piece down yes. over the yeah. threshold, mm-hmm. got it into place, walked it into place. And what a moment that was. I mean, that is there's many great moments in the sauna build process, but can you top it once the stove is placed and the chimney pipe set?
1: And then you set that fire. It is spectacular. It is spectacular. Very motivational, too.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, and also, in a way, uh, uh, progress did slow down a little bit after that. Because right.
0: you could then take a sauna. I remember oh, yeah. you were sending me a picture. Uh, you made Nolan put a blanket up where the door was going to yeah, go, it was a right? Piece of,
1: yeah, a piece of plywood. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It which which it actually was the inside of the, the door. No. Oh,
0: so you, you, didn't, you ended up cutting the plywood for the door and saying... I'm not gonna bother making a door yet and yeah, just jamming it in yeah, spot. Yeah. Was... Did you put little trim so it would catch on it? Like.
1: Yeah. Actually, yeah. Actually, out of the pink foam insulation, mm-hmm. it was a Muffin to, yeah. to quote a wonderful person, but <laughs> uh, it uh, it worked. It got us in there. Uh, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. the kids were home. Yeah. We had the plywood door up And, and a makeshift you know, bench, and we had the thermostat. We had it at 180. Yeah. We were great.
0: Yeah. 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 And to your point earlier is. The sauna build in phases allows the sauna bather, the sauna owner to really feel the space and, and take over on the nuances, mm-hmm. hook placement, you know, simple thing like that. Yep. Um, it goes on and on. I mean, yeah. you can start to nuance and create your own sauna and then every little improvement, um, is appreciated that much more. We actually had chairs in there. We didn't even have benches and we were
1: taking saunas. Yeah. Yeah. And not I necessarily mean, a beat. Yeah.
0: 180 um, is 180.
1: And there's no right way to go about it. It's your way. When you when you get into your space and you're creating your space, it's going to be your way. You have to live with it. You have to build it. And you have to find the things that makes you the most happy. And yeah. And it is about hook placements. It is about when the benches are finally going to get in. And when you get the benches finally in, it's just like, oh, this is so great. Uh, Another let me, milestone. Yeah, man.
0: Let me riff on that one is uh, where I thought you were going with every sauna is their own in terms of the build. I'd like to introduce into that where the, the level of finickiness or particularity for different people. You know, some people are really type A and all the tongue and groove has to line up. Mm-hmm. Everything has got to be like super aligned, square, the trim, offset. You know, while, You know, it goes on. The perfection you can have with the building process, but one of the things, and I gotta compliment you, I just love how everything here is in play. And and when did how did in play the term come about?
1: Well, <clears throat> we had uh, Glenn at Sana times over, and for uh, a site inspection. For a site inspection, and uh, once again, we can talk about the arrogance that comes through <laughs> in certain site inspections. <laughs> And he was nitpicking about something and, and I just said, well, it's all in play, Glenn. And it'll yeah. all get done eventually and yeah. and you just make a wider trim piece.
0: Yeah. And, 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 ta- that, and that's
1: the simplicity of it is yeah. is as you're through this process, you're going to have tough cuts. You can always make a wider trim piece. No one's going to notice it in the steam of the sauna. Yeah. Yeah. It all doesn't matter. Uh-huh. I see all my mistakes. Most people that come in here... Don't see my mistakes at all. Glenn at Son of Times comes in and points them out.
0: <laughs> the list is long. <laughs> but that's what I love about it. Look at that. That's what I love about it, Steve. Is your laugh is without any guilt or ego or whatever. You've accepted your standard for building, mm-hmm. and you went with it. And, mm-hmm. and you don't have to make an excuse for anybody.
1: As do the type A people that take a little bit longer and make sure everything is perfect. That is how they can sit in this space
0: and be comfortable. Not you, not Amy, not your son, Nolan, or daughter, Greta. Correct. They're very happy with things in play.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: um, it's,
1: it's really comforting when you realize when you're in a project like this, this is the style it's going to be. Yeah. I was able to give up on some things as... As far as perfection goes, because I got this thing done. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I got this thing done in a yeah. hurry. Yes, and, yes, and um, that's what was important to me.
0: Yeah, I love that. That is that is the essence of it. Some uh, because of the perfection and all that, you know. Will will the build will take longer? But this shed was delivered on October thirty first, and three weeks later, you were taking a sauna
1: thanksgiving yeah
0: that's remarkable you were like a man on a mission and the heat you you could lead the most type a anal retentive builder in the world into this space into this sauna blindfolded (laughs) set them on the sauna bench and they will have as most excellent of a sauna experiences as the most meticulously built sauna in north america absolutely absolutely because you you did the important things right you you foil uh, you did the foil bubble wrap everywhere, and you taped every scene. in the hot room, yeah, and oh. you because you recognize the importance of that mm-hmm. you know long term, you sure, yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, I think I did that <laughs> <laughs> well you
1: i mean the, I mean this is really the the big plug for tough sheds that all made it so simple. they mm-hmm. came out and they put this shit up in two and a half hours, yeah. And, and then everything So the shed was...
0: came in panels. Yeah. I was here. And there were two guys. Three guys or two guys? Two guys. Yeah, two guys. And they back the this flatbed up. They unload the panels. The first thing they do is assemble the aluminum frame. Yeah. And that's a little herky jerk because you're not seeing much progress. But once they lay down and nail down that subfloor, oh. then they bring the panels in and on it goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right? And everything is a nice 90-degree angle. Everything's yeah. plumb and square. Yeah. I remember Halloween night sitting in here and and just thinking, this is going to happen. Yeah. The shed is here. Yeah.
0: Hey, those that want to build their own shed, God love you. I mean, I'm not saying um, don't, because building a shed is pretty damn easy. Uh, what isn't easy in terms of shed building is it's not a one-man show.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: you're dealing with four-by-eight sheets. You're getting up on a ladder. You're getting up on and you're sheathing a roof. I mean, it's... It's not a big deal being an eight by twelve, but it is a big deal because you gotta have the right ladders, equipment. It's it's the big leagues. Yeah. And when when you're talking about twenty eight hundred dollars
1: it's a lot of money. But that feeling that when you come home and it's built. Yeah. Yeah. And and with uh Gladxonatine's advice I did the reverse gable which made it longer for the changing room and the, the hot room, and it happened to match the gables on my house. Oh, so that's good. Do you perfect. mean the pitch? Or yeah, the uh, pitch and, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: the pitch. So you guys, I, listening, I think you guys know reverse gable. What it is is like a typical shed, the, let's say an 8x12, the roof line runs along the 12-foot side in a typical setup. And the reason for that is it's a lot easier to roof when you have a standard conventional roof pitch but if you think about it if you flip that that gable around in other words your ridge is on the eight foot side so you have longer slope but you what's really significant about that is when you put the door from the changing room to the outside on that gable end, you have a bit of an overhang here and you don't have water coming down on on your on you sloping off of your your roof. Um, but the other advantage, as you point out, is inside, right, Steve? Yes. Yep. That's yeah. the way you get a wider changing room and a wider
1: hot room. As far as the, the I want to say north and south, but that doesn't matter here. Yeah. Um, my hot room is 6x8. So.
0: Yeah. Now, let's talk about that. So the common wall and an 8x12, we nailed it. We put it to the inch on center, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Now, and I asked you this, Steve, and I would like you to answer here um, if let's so so I'm standing in a changing room that is fifty percent the size of an eight by twelve shed hot room is the same gig if you had to move it, which way would you move it, <clears throat>
1: it it's really hard to say it's because it's right now i I think it's just perfect you have a kind of a Six inch, larger, yeah, hot room, uh, changing room, excuse me, and it's just perfect. Ah. I mean, we're standing in the changing room right now, right, and there's plenty of space. I yeah, you could pile. get a third
0: or a fourth body in here. This yep. great bench yep. along the six foot wall here, a great window, another window. You got cross light happening. It makes it feel big. But if you had to pick a direction, just for for sport here. You know, you know, you have to move this wall, common wall, a little more changing room or a little more hot room, and why?
1: I would have to make it a little more changing room because of the bench that runs along, not the eight foot wall, but the six foot. The width of the bench, yes. Yeah. You'd you'd have room to play there because of the sh- the short bench inside. The sauna, so yeah. you 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 could push that and make this room yeah. a little bit.
0: Larger. I would too. I would say if if if, and that's a huge if. I mean, we're we're both in agreement that running that common wall in the center of an eight by twelve is the best. Yep. But that said, just for sake of stupidity, <laughs> stupid conversation, which I hope you guys are understanding, we're really trying to get into the weeds. I mean, this is important shit. For like serious sauna builders, you know, like if you really want to know the optimum cubic foot of of a freestanding backyard authentic sauna, we are drilling into it right now, because left to right it's seven foot four inches inside dimension, which is awesome to run your bench along that seven foot four inch because you can lay down, you can get three people on there without knocking elbows it's a it's a great size Mm -hmm. on that on that seven foot four wall upper bench lower bench but i'm telling you steve's got it right in my book if i were to do anything i would de uh size the hot room an inch i mean i'm talking like an inch or maybe two and just make this uh changing area those one or two inches bigger that's how nuanced this 8x12 concept has become. Mm-hmm. And this is the life I live. I've, I've built about 10 of these, and I always mess around with that. The 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 owner of the sauna doesn't know, but I've messed around with it. And uh-huh. I, I said, look, you know, I want to keep my life simple, so when I was building a lot of, the, you know, building these frequently, I would always put the common wall, just like you did, right in the middle. And, and it's the it's arguably the best, because then you don't even have this dumb conversation. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but if you're gonna <laughs> exactly, it just shows you. To me, the example is this I wrote a post on this. Is like everybody overbuilds their hot room, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the thing. You can spare an extra inch or two, or maybe even three, if you had to, and make a seven foot four by five foot eight nine whatever hot room, and you and you're doing great. You can get three four people in there, and it gets great heat, very dense. Yep. And you got a kick-ass changing area for winters when you can hang out in a tempered zone like Hawaii.
1: I'm actually excited for the springtime when we start creating the outdoor space and how this changing room will yeah. relate to that outdoor yeah. space. And yeah. I know that I'm going to want a large changing room for whatever it is um, relating to the new new landscaping, the deck out there, whatever it is, I think you want the space in here while having the sauna as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A rainy night. Yeah. Uh, A summer night with mosquitoes. Yeah. Um, It's great. So sauna, there's a power of threes. We always love three sauna rounds, right? Yeah. And how odd it is that there's three zones, right? The hot and then the this temperate cool down and then outside. Mm -hmm. And how wonderful all three of those temperatures work through the sauna cycle, the cycle of cooling down. Mm -hmm. This whole chitter chatter here, we've been in this changing area, 40, 50 degrees for a good 10, 15 minutes. This is what you want to do. This is what's so hard to replicate in a hotel sauna or a health club sauna, because you're not in. You're not present in any kind of moment. You're in or, a health club, or
1: even a uh, basement sauna that yeah. just walks out to a laundry room or yeah. walks out into a family room. Yes, you don't have that third space. It's a
0: different vibe. The third space. Yeah, I gotta start taking notes. It would make the notes for this po this podcast.
1: Go back on this podcast and replay it. No,
0: but I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I should re-listen to this. There's There's
1: a, my notebook is right there. Really? Everybody should have a yes. A notebook exactly on the bench. hold that and okay. speak to that, and okay. that is so
0: true. Can you tell well, that, that is? You Always go have ahead. a
1: notebook on your bench. Yeah. And all through your process, yeah. I'm not saying you document it for for your your children, but you always are thinking when you're resting mm-hmm. and that's when you need a notebook Yeah, mom. because you you immediately get up and you start on your project and then thoughts leave our heads yes
0: especially. and I go to the next thing it happens so yeah. fast how ironic is that we're here we are we're deep you know no cell phone this is going to be a two two and a half hour whatever we're yeah. just chilling out and you'd think like nothing good would come of that you know because we're not busy Mm-hmm. But it's so ironic, isn't it? The, you are so right about The Notebook. Is Ideas and solutions, they come like waves. And mm-hmm. if you don't get them down, yeah. you're on to the next. And don't feel bad.
1: A lot of people your age have issues with memory.
0: <laughs> you know it. It gets worse and worse. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, you're getting there? You'll get there. Everyone have a, should have a notebook where? On their sound <laughs>
1: event. on of a bench. Yeah, yeah. What was the
0: thing I wanted to write down before that? Well, see, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and now i got to listen to the podcast. But it's true. It's true. Everything about that is, is true. What were we talking about? The bills, the, the
1: common wall. We're done with the common wall.
0: Yeah. We that
1: the size of the rooms. And... Yeah. Mm. Um, the three zones the three zones yes Yeah. We got the three zones and you've got the three saunas and three sauna um, rounds yep and you've got the three martinis yeah
0: well that's you (laughs) you can do that that's why why hydration hydration by the way uh, that was why it was so hard to get Steve on sauna talk (laughs) (laughs) he's protecting his, his identity um yeah so okay so the build the build and this is one of the main reasons why i'm really glad i mean i don't want to you know overstate this but um this build was really significant for me at sauna times because i built a bunch of these eight by twelve freestanding backyard saunas but there's so much of this build that is to me the quintessential sauna Steve touched on it before about, you know, you, you work to the perfectionism of yourself, you know. And he got it done. I mean, once that shed was built, three weeks later, he's taken a sauna. He did not scrimp on the stove. <coughs> he did a great job yeah. on the sauna benches. Uh-huh. I mean, he applied meticulous elements or resources or money on the things that counted.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, and you really can't say enough of the kuma stove and the accessories that come with it get it right the first time Do the window in the door get the water the the, side pan can we
0: speak to the side pan what the side
1: pan is really interesting it's a 12 gallon side pan with spigot which is really interesting because it it got into the fall into november you know Uh you turn on the sauna you got it on low you have 12 gallons of warm water whether you're just dumping your hand in there to, yeah. to wash off your hands or something, you always have 12 gallons of warm water outside.
0: Yep. And Let that... me speak to that. I have the exact same on both my kumas on Pine Island Lake Vermilion, which is completely drained right now, you know, for the winter. But if we were to come up in winter, we would drill a hole in the ice. We'd fill up the five-gallon bucket. And the first, one of the first things we would do, well, the first is light the stove. The second would be fill up that, that side pan of 12 gallons of water. My Minneapolis sauna has the same pan. And sometimes that freezes. It's never cracked on me. No. Have you had And I'm amazed. You don't get a freeze. I'm amazed. That, I'm, freeze. I'm amazed that it ne-
1: Even in this cold weather, I'll come out and it's, you know. Of course, we're taking saunas every night. Yeah. So it gets up to 180, and it probably doesn't drop down much past right. 20 degrees, right. 10 degrees in You'd here. never
0: get ice then, up in your no. water tank. Yeah, no. See, I can get two, three inches. I can get a real... Because if I go away, you know, travel for work or whatever, I come back, it's like a hockey puck in there. It doesn't, but, no, it's not going to break. It's not going to crack. It's amazing. I I mean, I was freaked out. The first time it froze, I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then and then I added more water, and there wasn't a leak to it. Now I, I it's unfortunate. I mean... I'll admit it. I abuse the hell out of it. I don't even focus on whether I should be draining that or not. Because yeah. it gets a lot. Of, but I'll start the sauna stove. And then um, I'll come, you know, whatever, 45 minutes later, whatever. I'll come out and it starts melting in there. Remember? Yeah. yeah, where my sauna? yeah you can push and, down on yeah. the top. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time the sauna session is over, it's warm water, to your point. it's And that's starting with a frozen hockey puck. Well, here's something I haven't
1: done before with this sauna. When you clean your floors, is it through the spigot of that?
0: No. No? No. You know, I got to tell you, I only do a thorough cleaning in my hot room twice a year. I do it when I know it's time to shut the garden hose off in the fall. And then in spring, when I can turn the garden hose on... Is when I'll give it a good go go out, yeah. And you clean the wood? The sauna benches. Benches or walls? Uh, maybe benches four times. Walls. Maybe four times a year. I'll, I'll I'll I got this great cleaner, Scott. Shout out to Scott Reeson and Tyler Heluf from Leo Sound He gave me this this jar, of, from Finland, and you just put like a teaspoon in hot water, and I'm talking like three four gallons. And I have a, a brush, and I just brush the benches. Is that on Sauna Times, that product? No, we got to get that
1: there. Or I just a link. That, I would think that uh, Glenn at Sonatimes Times would have that on there by you now. You
0: know, I'm getting a shopping cart going, you know. Not to, like, be the other capitalist, but there's some great products that I'm working on that I'm wanting to promote. And then, like, there's a guy out in Seattle who makes these really cool ha- door handles. And... You know, I can sell his door handles for him on sauna times. My buddy Rod, you know, he's got these little flights for the stuff you throw on the, you know, you know, eucalyptus. The essence. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I want to do with the shopping cart. You know, mm-hmm. like my products, other people's cool products.
1: And and when you when you talked about the door handle, um, and and when I, what hit me immediately is when you're doing building your sauna. You have to find things that have sentimental value mm-hmm. for you, and in the door handle case, um, a great friend of mine, Kevin, just out of the blue, came up to me with three door handles.
0: Yeah, he he just and brought that, them that to he, your office. He made
1: he made himself, mm-hmm. and um, nice cedar. Want to go in? Yes. Nice cedar handle.
0: So, so you were at your desk, and then he just walks into your office and says, look what I made for you? Or? No,
1: actually, it was just at church, which is, which is my work. And he brought in three of these handles, um, not understanding that you actually only need one handle because inside you're just pushing the door out.
0: Exactly. But it was so And you do touchy. a nice job with the spring here, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, only took me two times
0: no it's a learning curve it is
1: and so he he brings us these three handles and he looks at me and goes well you know if you only need uh, one handle just cut them in half and they make great wooden hooks for the inside of the sauna so you don't have metal hooks on the inside where you burn your hand on and it's those contributions those sentimental things that you have to incorporate into your sauna um, I have two decorations in my changing room, both from family vacations um, that, that meant a lot to my family. Mm-hmm. And that is how you get that special vibe, mm-hmm. uh, that special feeling of, of the sauna. Mm-hmm. And embrace those, look for those. And, um, and, you know, it can come from your family history, it can come from friends, it can come from travel. Always keep an open eye to things that make your sauna more comfortable. Mm. Rocks. Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> rocks. <laughs> I have rocks from uh, Hawaii. I have rocks from our local Minnehaha Creek. I have rocks from Lake Superior
0: yeah.
1: in there. And it has room to grow.
0: Yeah, man. Nice. Nice.
1: And, and, you know, we. Oh, I actually have a lava rock in there from New Mexico.
0: Do you think they're talking to each other?
1: I don't think rocks talk to each other, Glenn. <laughs> well,
0: you know, they, are, they do have a common element, is they, they were all like part of you guys and, in your travels.
1: And that's going to be your last martini. <laughs>
0: that's right. So back to the build. On Sound of Times, I recently published, What Does a Sound of Cost? I get asked this all the time. And it was really this this podcast is actually really important for me also because uh this is the most up to date, reasonable answer of of the that the answer to that question. What does a Salma cost? Tough shed, twenty eight hundred. Yes. Kuma all in, like a kick ass authentic wood burning stove. Twenty three with the accessories. Yeah. That's a lot of coin. I mean that one, you know, that sends people to a substandard sauna stove and I can't begrudge them for doing that. I mean eight hundred bucks and you can get another a different sauna stove. I mean but that's it's, almost a third of the price. It is. Is it worth a Kuma, is this Kuma thing Abs- worth it? Absolutely.
1: Why? Abs- absolutely. Why I'll take it back to when I was picking mine up. Um and Daryl uh, Lampa was in the office and he was on the phone with somebody and he was irritated with this guy because he was talking about how big he should be cutting his wood in for the firebox and he's like, well, it's 18 inches. You should refer to the manual, manual, the handwritten manual right, for it, which right. is just fabulous. I think it's 16 standard cut. Oh yeah, it's yeah, 16, 18, whatever it is. And he's yeah. like, well, but it's why an
0: 18-inch look? firebox because it allows yes. for it to lay in there. Because not everybody's out there with a tape measure when they're when they're. Harvesting wood, and this
1: guy just thought he would call Daryl up and have just these questions that Daryl kept on saying, "Well, you should refer to the manual." Yeah, refer to the manual.
0: And this guy wouldn't give up.
1: And and he kind of said, "The gentleman on the other line, I could tell was asking a question about another stove and if he should go that route, which I thought was kind of interesting. Why you would ask that to Daryl, who makes the best stove?" (laughs) And Daryl's response was, "Well, I don't know why you would." Buy any other stove. Our stove is the greatest stove in the world. And it kind of ended the conversation. Daryl hung up the phone and, and looked at me. And <laughs> he goes, "What do you want?" And, uh, looked at you. And go, "What and do you he, want?" He looked at me and he goes, "I'll have my guys loaded up in the truck, yeah. and then away we went." And yeah. it, and it is the truth. It yeah. is. He, he's a third generation sauna builder. They've been through everything. Yeah. They've been through. All the mistakes that we all make when we're building projects mm-hmm. and things like that. And it is the world's stove. The world's greatest stove. And the accessories with it mm-hmm. are worth it.
0: Yeah, man. I know, go I know the land. feeling. Heat shields, water tank. Not wanting, ash pan, not wanting to glass. spend money. I, I, I understand get it. it. I know. I get it. You're I in know. the midst
1: of spending a lot, a lot of money. A lot just to get this f- that far. But when I can take it back to this point. When I was building this, before I was building this, I, I gave Amy a budget of five or six thousand dollars that I needed um, uh, to get this job completed. And with the addition of tough sheds and all that, the price went up to about seventy-eight hundred. So somewhere in there, with all the accessories, sure, and,
0: almost to the hundred dollars, you would say seventy-eight hundred. Yeah. And if yeah. you were to unpack that, and gosh, it's hard to do math on the sauna bench, but. It's, but we're we're talking about uh, twenty eight hundred for tough shed, twenty what for two, okay. So you're at uh, three four. You're at five right there. Yeah. Okay, and you've outsourced those two things. So yeah. now you're at five. So the extra two thousand. What was the total? Seventy eight. Yeah. The extra twenty eight hundred, tongue and groove seed. Let's break yeah, that it, down.
1: It's, it, no, it's just tongue and groove cedar and the one by six. Uh, cheap, good looking. Cedar fencing that you get yeah. at Home Depot.
0: Yeah, that is I, for the
1: changing room. We're gonna that come was over. so look, easy to work yes. with. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about that. And I, I do want to drill into this extra twenty eight hundred we said, right? Mm-hmm. For everything else. Okay. So, yeah, I I want to take a photo and get this out uh, with this podcast. But this here's a hack. Okay. They the cedar fencing, the the six inch wide dog eared. Uh, six feet tall fencing. They're like, what, a buck something a apiece. A
1: 90-something piece. Yeah,
0: and they get all that coverage. Granted, it's only half inch. I do not recommend it for the hot room. No. And Steve did not do it for the hot room. He used proper tongue and groove cedar. And it looks friggin' awesome. There is a post on Sound of Times, money-saving tips for your hot room. You can see how Steve optimized and minimized the need for excessive amounts of tongue and groove cedar. But it is still an authentic cedar, you know, western red cedar-lined sauna, which to me is the best species. I get white spruce. Yeah, totally. Either one. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's a great show here. Um, I, I really am gra- grateful that um, I'm able to sit on the sound bench with Steve. There's so many things that we're unpacking here about sauna building that I find really important. And this is why I wanted to publish this episode of Sauna Talk for the complete DIY builder. Where to save money uh, and where to invest in the right things. I'm happy that we got
1: on it quickly.
0: Yeah. You mean this interview? Uh Yeah, I know. I know. No, I can tell you this. This is uh, like the name, the post I wanted to put out here is lose a friend and gain another authentic sauna because... Steve is since, okay, so since Thanksgiving, Steve has not been to my backyard sauna. And previous to Thanksgiving, Steve was over at my backyard sauna maybe, I don't know, maybe once every couple of weeks at least. That you knew of. That I know of. And and so I lost a friend in this deal. But let's talk about Amy and, and sauna. And that's the reason why I lost a friend is because this poor guy sitting next to me, Steve, He's got no more capacity for sauna in his being. To try to get him over to my sauna, it would be crazy. And and let's talk about that. You say six out of the last, on average, six out of seven nights of the week you've been out here. Honestly, it's it would be 13 out of 14
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, days. You know, if you're, you're really stretched out, rarely do we miss a night of coming out here or, or an afternoon. And our routine is... Just so wonderful of lighting the stove and going for an hour walk and coming back and feeling 180 degrees.
0: Yeah. After On a, a winter's, cold night. winter's
1: night. It's yeah. just spectacular. And I really think it took Amy by surprise because I would talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. But until you experience it, um, and maybe that's a, a big um, thought for spouses that are building saunas get your spouse into a sauna and let them feel the experience and it just clicked for amy
0: well okay i need to unpack that in that it's this was not any old sauna that you exposed amy to i mean it was the real deal and that's a huge differentiator for many people sauna is what they jump into in the in the Health club, you know, after a workout for 15 minutes, take a shower and be done. Or a hotel sauna or whatever. But Amy got her first, that was her first sauna experience? Uh, Not first. You know, she did
1: the health club things and, you know. um, But it is, it is a totally different thing. She does still have the... And and
0: what, can you tell us that story, that experience for Amy up north? Um,
1: That's when we went and picked up the stove. And uh, Glenn and Julia were out of town, and they graciously offered us to stay at their cabin for, what Glenn said, a couple days, and we stretched it out to four days.
0: (laughs) No, no, this real (laughs) story, no, the story as I know it is you brought her up there in the summer, Mm -hmm. and and once she she got the vibe of the sauna, she was like, do this.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And then you stayed there a second time, then, when you got the stove, or, or... Right. Or maybe no, it was either. all
1: one shot. It was all yeah. one shot. But what, yeah. what's
0: significant is that is when she experienced the real deal, she was all foot on the gas pedal. That's yep. when she figured out Toughshed for you, for the for your benefit. Yeah. Okay, so it happened so, fairly quickly. She was up at the cabin in August. August, yep. Okay, and then by Thanksgiving, you guys, and by early October, you, you pulled the trigger with Tough Shed and by Thanksgiving, you were taking a sauna. Yeah. And you've been out there for 13 out of 14 nights since. Not average. Yeah. How has it changed, Amy? You know, look, I want to ask two things. You can pick which one first. I want to talk about your skin because I know about eczema with you, and I want and your doctor and all that. And the second thing is, I want to unpack the whole Amy thing and sauna and what sauna has meant to her and how it's changed the way she lives and well,
1: stuff. Skin wise, um, I've had bouts of eczema throughout my life, and it. Um, uh, comes and goes and things like that and eczema is basically the lack of ability to sweat so the sweat stays inside your skin and makes you very uncomfortable itchy itchy your pores Red, can't yeah. breathe and with the sauna it is such a quick hot heat that you are just sweating and it
0: kickstarts yeah what your what your disease lacks and, for you. and
1: my my skin has never felt better never looked better. I have people come up to me on the street and just say, (laughs) man, you look good. (laughs) You've got a great skin.
0: Great skin. No, have people that know you well
1: noticed? Oh, yeah. Yes, they actually have.
0: Yeah. I noticed. Yeah. And
1: and for Amy...
0: What um, did your doctor say about the eczema uh, thing? It's
1: funny. I was just there three weeks ago getting a a refill of a prescription, and um, we were talking about this, and and she said it just looks fabulous She was i never, never seen you look so good um, <clears throat> sometimes the winter is a dry it is the driest
0: is it the hardest year. season yeah, for you
1: good. well summer and humidity is hard too oh, but yeah. that's another thing that in a kuma stove sauna you have such control over the humidity and and how much water you're putting on the rocks and things like that that it really helps I can keep it as dry as I want right. I can keep it as wet as I want and do you
0: I, moderate it um uh, how, how do you moderate it as a guy sensitive to humidity? Not sensitive in a bad way, but you want to optimize that, you know that temperature. I
1: don't have to. Oh, I don't have to. That's how good my skin is.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. have to. You don't seek out a perfect humidity mm-hmm. level in the hot room? Well, or I do
1: extra humidity, but I don't shy away from
0: it either. Okay. Well, on that note... Uh, I love how, I love, that's another thing about a six by eight hot room. You get a really nice bite back of lolu, that that steam created from water being tossed on rock, sauna rocks. I had a buddy over to my sauna, which is actually six foot four by six foot four. It's smaller in cube than this seven foot four by six feet or whatever that we're, we're in right now. And uh, he threw like half a jug of this water on the rocks. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, you know, I wrote it out and stuff. He's used to throwing a shit ton of water on the rocks downtown at the Hewing where you could throw 32 ounces of water on the rocks and then the lowly's not going to knock you down. Yeah. So anyway, it's good to get knocked down. It is. Yeah. It
1: is.
0: Let's talk about Amy or you want to walk.
1: Let's, uh, let's do a walk and we'll talk about Amy. All right. Aaron oh, showed bought an infrared for his basement. That's why I was giving it the infrared shit. That's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a gateway drug to the real deal. She just walked in, so I'll try to pull her out here. Oh, we'll try to get Amy live and direct, but maybe from your words. So it was August. You're up to Pine Island, Lake Vermilion. You're taking an uh, authentic sauna and just digging yourselves up on, uh, you know, an island with the wood burning and jumping in the lake and all that noise. Uh, and that was a game changer for Amy. She's like, let's do this, right, Stan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we had the stove in the back of the car
1: so it was if we we're going to do this. It was do it now. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I knew there was something about that. Yeah, the stove was in the car and mm-hmm.
0: uh and at that point you were thinking of doing a shed build like yourself. Yeah. 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 And and, and, yeah. and she said, "Let's go."
1: Yeah, that stove
0: sat in the garage for
1: for about a month, and she said, let's get moving on this thing, and that's when the call to Tough Sheds went. And another thing I want to say is, um, if you go to toughshed.com and look at the portraits they have on the website of everything that, is done with sheds it gives you a wonderful idea of not even uh or of what's going on in sheds offices yeah. she sheds a violin recording yeah studio. It, it's absolutely incredible then also but also look at what happens outside the shed the landscaping and the decking and um, the, the patios that are just beautiful it makes your backyard as amy says a retreat
0: yes Yes. Yeah. Up north backyard retreat. That was yeah. the the formidable like like push for me. Like because being on an island on Lake Vermilion, the shoulder season, I I miss sauna too much. So my whole gig was let's replicate the up north vibe mm-hmm. within a small footprint in a corner of my backyard. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, so
1: easy. It doesn't take yeah. much space. Yeah. And it adds so much. Not only just physically and landscaping wise, but to your psyche yeah yeah it it
0: expands your living area in in a crazy kind of way this isn't like hey i want to build a man cave in the basement this is like psychologically the the idea of a winter's night of opening that back door and walking like 15 steps and you could be anywhere Mm -hmm. it transports you and you didn't have to get in your car you know you didn't have to make reservations No. no you know it's right there for you.
1: And, you're, and for me, my kids love it. And it's, it's a thing for them to gather with their friends. And they don't understand being 21 and, and uh, understanding all the intricacies of the, the, the psyche. The full cool-downs. Yeah, so. yeah, all that. Um, uh, but my beer seems to evaporate. <laughs> and, and they come out here and they're at a place that they are just comfortable in. And um, it's two hours of pure retreat for them. Yeah. My son tells me often on the phone, I cannot wait to get home from college and take a sauna. Oh, that's so great. And it's like that when you get off the plane.
0: Oh. And even for
1: me, sitting in Maui on a beach, I looked at Amy and I said, I miss my sauna. Oh.
0: So when you were flying back from Hawaii to Minnesota, uh, that had to be top on the list for, for... both of you, right?
1: Oh, it was the first thing we did. We, we dropped the luggage in the kitchen, and I came out here and started um, the the stove. And an hour later, we were sitting in the sauna, and just all that travel just is
0: gone. Oh, it is so well described. Uh, there is a post on Sauna Times. Sauna, sauna is the best way to get rid of airplane juice. Oh, When you're flying, amazing. you're stiff. You're constricted. You don't have the steam that we're experiencing oh. right now. It's gross air. You smell awful. And uh, and you just leave all of that behind after two, three sauna rounds.
1: Oh, the, the person next to you smells awful. Yeah.
0: And you smell awful.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. is a great story. So back to Amy. All right. So she's uh, she experiences sauna on Lake Vermilion. She goes, I want this. World. I mean, we got to get moving, blah, blah, blah then you were a little held up because of you wanted to do the shed build yourself yeah she pushed you toward tough shed you rocked and rolled that thing was delivered on halloween day thanksgiving was your first sauna and her first sauna in your backyard correct tell us more from amy's perspective how how did did it did she like it right away did it take her a long time she loved it she loved it right away she knew it from the from vermilion
1: and she even with the chairs the wooden chairs in there yeah. that that phase um was just fabulous and then when i got the benches in there it was that's when it was just it was so
0: crazy. tell us about amy's routine so uh, t- you've been sounding enough there you've settled into a sort of a routine or a system uh she's at work yeah she comes home about what time she comes home and at about 2 or 3
1: o'clock in the afternoon, we text each other. What's the plan? There's three things we have to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to eat dinner, take an hour walk, and take a sauna. And it's usually in that order.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And mm-hmm. Um, sometimes over the weekend when we have the whole day, we, we're taking afternoon saunas and things like that. But to eat a, a good meal and then to take a walk And then to come back right into the backyard, put the dog in the house, and come out to the sauna, 180 degrees, and then the night is just complete.
0: So, just to frame that up, about what time would you head in for round one? Just, you know, typically or roughly? Uh, 7.45, 8
1: o'clock.
0: Okay. And then do each of you do three rounds, generally? Yeah. Okay. Three
1: rounds, and then actually... It's kind of a fourth round. It's very much a fourth round of the doors opening, the fire's wind, winding down. We're in the winter months here. You crack the door, throw the door a, to the hot room. The door to the hot room and the door outside. Right. And it just produces that steam that we talked about. Yeah. And then you throw a little water on the rocks. Yes. And you have a fourth round oh. of just one, 110, 100 yeah.
0: in steam. Yeah. And you get that when you're cooling free- down right it's a longer cool down yeah now and you're not there's no clothes out here you guys just basically trudge right into the house fairly it up mm-hmm. and then dress inside right yeah, yeah. is any of that quote-unquote fourth round dressing or just is it basically just drying off
1: just just drying off and um uh then heading in yeah putting the robes in uh putting the robes on and the crocs on and um head into the house um the police seem to think that was a better idea as my previous way of no robe
0: (laughs) you've walked in the house naked well you live in a little bit more of a fishbowl than i do i mean in terms of sight lines for neighbors and stuff that's where landscaping will come
1: in i do have to make landscaping um I have two picture windows looking in my backyard. <laughs> Imagine yeah, how they from feel. Yeah, from neighbors. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, whether it's going to be a trellis, yeah. um, some kind of pine or something like that, um, being a good neighbor, I have to hide myself back
0: here. <laughs> so, so the trellis makes great sense, and Steve and I have talked about this. So if you exit the hot room uh, into the changing area, and then, you know, now you have the garden hose shower get up going, six, eight months of the year. In Minnesota, at least, you can have that. Uh, the the concept here is to integrate the outdoor shower within a overhead surround trellis. Yeah. So, in a very generous size one. So you can yes. hang your towel, and you just, out there in nature, in your own backyard, but in a very private um, yeah. scene. Really excited to build that. Yeah. It's really simple. It's simple, and You're it's cheap. You're talking
1: about... Two yeah. four by four posts, yeah. maybe f- yeah. three or four. And some, some more a, of this fence padding, probably. A hose in a, yeah. in a shower.
0: In the garden hose thing, there on summer times there is a post there about fifteen dollar outdoor shower. All the components are available at Home Depot, and you just hook it right up in, with a dedicated garden hose. You're set. Yeah, I mean that. That's kind
1: of fine in the community that you live in, but uh, where I'm presently located, we're going to go high
0: end. Oh, but we're going to order one of those fancy things, <laughs> those little Bed Bath & Beyond, little <laughs> wimpy ass. Here, honey, let me turn the hot on for you. <laughs> if need be. If need be. No, you don't need hot water. That's the no, other you joke, do not, right? you do Colder be the here. better.
1: Ah, yeah. Am I right? Yeah,
0: exactly. And for Amy, and Julie is the same way, is they are not completely immersed in the ice-cold plunge gig, mm-hmm. thanks to the side pan, you can moderate your the temperature in which you mix to go outside and dunk over your head. And there's no harm in lukewarm water dumping over your head, right? Mm-hmm. And that kind of reminded
1: me of, of um, you know, you have all these great ideas when you're in the building process. And you start some of those, and you get halfway through them, and you're like, I don't need that. Give me an and example. that's a common that's a common mistake and that's fine. Where and, and you then think you, you need to on to your some you move on to your next thing. I in the changing room here, I've got it wired so I could put in uh, in floor heat. Yeah. I don't I don't need in floor heat. Well,
0: you've been through a hell of a winter. I and was going to make a, a joke a about yeah, the, yeah, in floor.
1: I don't need. You don't need it. It's warm in here. You wear crocs. What do you need in floor heat for? It's a waste of
0: energy. Okay. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so back to Amy. So this has been a game changer for her. how, how has these last three months or whatever, how has she changed? You know, what do you guys do that's different? Like socially or how, how is her <laughs> Their social
1: life is over?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I lost a friend, but we gained a sauna. <laughs> yeah. But, but you guys have, have bonded in a deeper way. Oh, absolutely.
1: Have... The discussions that happen in a sauna for everybody, whether you're married or not married, um, it, it just brings it out of you, and uh, it's a length of time, it's the endurance of heat, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's... The unpacking the, of... The unpacking of the day. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. And so, um, it's it's just enjoyable, the, yeah. the whole thing. I mean, imagine wanting to do something every day of your life, and enjoying it.
0: Yeah. So, she's at work, and... Is it like, it, if you said I didn't light the stove tonight, What would she? how would she react? She would strike me. <laughs> and then what? Go out and fire it up herself? <laughs> I'm just trying to... No, carefully. she would... Um, yeah.
1: I, I remember the, the last time that we didn't take a sauna. It was really kind of funny. It was a cold walk. And there wasn't a whole lot of discussion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, uh, the heads were down, it was windy, um, and we got into the driveway with full intentions of taking a sauna, and I just said, you know, it just wasn't to be that night.
0: Yeah, I've been there. It, 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 the, it was too extreme, like, the temperature, you just wanted to, like, end it. You yeah. guys were probably tired.
1: Yeah, it was, it was. She walks me like a dog. <laughs> And and I remember saying to her as she was taking the leash off me was, you know, honey, I'm not up for it tonight.
0: Mm-hmm. You beat and me. You beat me enough. <laughs> was she pissed or did she acquiesce no, and she no. was cool? She
1: was, she was just like, okay. And it made the next night even better. Yeah. I mean, but that yeah, was
0: a rare off night. For yeah. You, guys. you can count on one hand the amount of off nights you've had since Thanksgiving, three mm-hmm. and a half months. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it's even just what what does it take away from us? You know, at night, TV watching, yeah, um, social life.
0: Well, <laughs> but, would I mean, you be socializing anyway midweek? Monday through Monday through Friday, mo- most likely not. Yeah, but on a Friday night, I remember oh, tell yeah, the Monday story of um, you guys are out at a bar with some couples one night and turned to each other. Remember, was it that ra- that place where you throw the axes or something? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you better not put that on tape. But it's, it's
1: actually really funny because, um, of a conversation I had just two days ago with that couple. We went out axe throwing, um, and drinking, um, what could go wrong, right. really? <laughs> um, and uh, three other couples and, uh, we just had a blast doing it, and it was just around the time that we started taking saunas, and we were talking about it. And it was, it was just like, by the time we got about four hours into this night, Amy and I could just feel this vibe going between us of, let's get the hell out of here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we got to get back to the sauna. Yeah, and you're thinking on the drive home, I'm gonna light that thing right away. Yeah, and then re- recalibrate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's, it's really funny because that's what goes through your mind once you start getting into this routine. And, and just a couple of days ago, I was talking to John, uh, one of the couples that was there, and um, his wife has listened to uh, us talk about this, and he said, she's actually taking me out into the backyard and said, this is where I want the sauna. Yeah. And, and John said, there's a tree there, and she kind of said, make it go away.
0: Yeah get me a sauna. Wow. So there, has she been uh, to this sauna? She has not.
1: I was going to have them over this week.
0: Oh, good. And,
1: uh, um, have them come in and, and, uh, experience
0: it. I love that. And, um, yeah, there's a post on some times, you know, where do you start? Well, it's easy. You start with four sticks and 50 feet of carpenter string. And you lay that out eight by 12. It's a, it's a great dimension. If you want a different size, like go for it. But as a starting point, You did this, Steve. You took four sticks and laid it out. Mm -hmm. Or some scrap two-by-fours, I remember at some point. And then I
1: took those stakes up and repositioned it three or four different
0: times. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And so that's what I recommend for this couple, is just to feel your backyard. Just imagine it like, you know, there's all different angles and views, exposure, direction, wind sight lines to neighbors all of that stuff whether it's a backyard sauna or a cabin sauna you know god forbid those people that just pull the trigger so quick and say oh my gosh it should have been 30 feet over to the right or oh i wish i had you know put windows here and all that and just live with that live with the four you know sticks and 50 foot of carpenter string and just imagine like feel it like get into the vibe it's it's exciting it's motivating yeah it's motivating and it's the first place to start. Now, others talk about, like there's people say, oh, go go buy, you know, a thermometer and a bucket and all that. And it'll kick your ass and get you going. There's other people say, go get the sauna stove, you know. But there is no uh, uh, absolute there. But I'm telling you, 50 feet of carpenter string, four sticks, mark out the area, get a feel. And then, um, you know, start backfilling from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And everybody has their own motivation. Yeah. And... No one way is the wrong way. it's they're all the right way mm-hmm. Just get there and keep doing something moving forward to get the sauna up and going. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember I would have an hour and a half before I had to go out and do something. Well it, it doesn't all just go in the progression that Glenn at Sana Times and his eSana book wants it to go <laughs>
0: and
1: and he will shun you if you don't do that <laughs> but you go out there you, and do something in that hour and a half period and and it keeps you moving forward it keeps you your energy going forward mm-hmm. and momentum
0: it, yeah yeah momentum. you let that sit for a little too long and then life takes over you know but that's part of the discipline of, of, of that you know like anything in life I mean You commit to it, like if you want to bike 100 miles a week. I mean, you gotta like do it. You gotta commit to X amount per day or whatever, you know. And set these goals, and it's so rewarding. It isn't like, I mean, you know how it is, Steve. When you're in the sauna build process, like what's so there's many things that's remarkably great about it. But what I like, one of the main things I love, is you can leave your tools kind of set up. It's nice to clean up after a work session, but you're not. In the way of anything, it's not like you're remodeling a kitchen with the you're getting whipped in the back with your sauna build. The pace can happen on your own, and I can't tell you how many times to Steve's point where you say, "Look, I got an hour and a half. I can go and rip these boards, or I can go and you know panel the hot room, or you know foil the the change, whatever." And then and then you uh, you're like five minutes in, and you and you just don't want it to end. You know, that hour and a half comes and you're like, ah, oh, shit, I'm really into this. Yeah. And when you take it in bursts like that, the building process, it just, so much reward comes from that. Yeah. It's like exercise. Yeah. You know, you're not beating yourself up.
1: It is. And I, I went through December, and I remember I said, by New Year's Eve, I'm packing up all my tools and bringing it inside and stopping And I have trim yeah. work to do, and I have other things to do in here. And that is just fine. Yes. And yes. um it can wait. Yeah. The stove is up and working and the sauna room is hot. The benches are in place. Yeah.
0: Everything's in play. You can re- you can <laughs> everything is
1: in play. You can relax. So this'll
0: be a new challenge for you and I experienced this too. Like you put you've already put the cherry on top. I mean, we're taking great saunas and all that. How do you get back in there and and push to the next push it to the next level when When it will not affect the performance of the sauna one bit. The aesthetic, yeah, you know, finishing the paneling in here, I get it, but it won't affect the function of your sauna.
1: No, it won't. But it will affect the psyche of what's going on because now I'm into okay, I'm going to finish it. Yeah. It's done in here. Let's go outside and see the landscaping. Yeah. See what you're going to do. In your case, it was the patio, the building of the bench. Um, the building of the subpar shower, um, things like that, that kept you motivated and creating an environment outside of the sound. So I'm going to make you zone. a
0: bet. You're going to have a shower running here before you're going <laughs> to panel this changing room. Don't sell yourself short on that one. That sounds great in a podcast, but no, you're going to keep moving, and you know, but that's okay too because you're doing. Uh, you're you're improving the sauna experience and sort of back feeling the aesthetic from yeah, it.
1: yeah but I still have a big part of my guts not done I mean I I yeah. had to stop my electrical yeah um, and and that'll get done in the spring but yeah LED puck lights are all you need
0: yeah yeah, you can makeshift. Wi-Fi,
1: yeah. radio, and music. So, so we
0: have this ongoing row with Rod yeah. at uh, Sauna Society Outfitters. I'm collaborating with him and Eric Bongard, and we're building, and JP as well, and we're building these awesome, have you seen the 7x12 mobile saunas on a fish house chassis? Yes. Yeah, have you, have the we saw The blue one. Of I course we seen, didn't sound it seen. in there. because no, no, because
1: that would mean I'd have to socialize with you and leave my sauna. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: But... Um, Yeah, but we had this big, like, spat, which was a wonderful spat, about uh, uh, music. And I wired all that, you know, behind-the-tongue groove and stuff to have volume control in the hot room, speakers in the hot room, really nice speakers overhead here in the changing area, and a receiver and all that. And uh, it just kind of fell into the non-necessity thing. So I wired it this weekend, and it looks friggin' awful. I mean, (laughs) there's all these wires coming out of the wall. So we have to build, like, a, a shelf with a tuck under to hide all these wires and stuff. You know? And, and
1: you know, for me, I did no wiring because I was forewarned that for Christmas I was going to get a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. And um, it's a nice Bluetooth speaker. It's a surround sound Bluetooth speaker that Glenn will take a picture at and put on uh, uh, sauna Times and... Um, maybe
0: it it is just, (laughs) no, but sorry, but it gives great sound.
1: Oh yeah. Even in the hot room.
0: Yeah. 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 Half of me loves that. And half of me hates that. Like I'm so old school. I love the hard wiring and the old speaker systems Uh and the volume controls and all that. So there is an advantage of sitting and, you know, say you, say you got a good tune going on and unfortunately, and then you have a good conversation going in the hot room, you know, and it's just sort of conflicting you can just tell the person sitting over to the left say hey right by your left ankle there's a volume control knock that down a couple notches. So it's a nuance that to yeah. me is significant but I get it. You know, you got this freestanding thing out here and it great sound.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is.
0: So we got Amy covered, right? I, I really wanted to frame up. For She's the gonna listeners.
1: make a surprise visit out. Oh
0: here great, great! I wanted to frame. Well, we'll She'll hear it from her voice. Yeah. Yeah. So let's close with a couple of questions. We'll we'll head back in the hot room in just a minute. But I ask every sauna uh, times uh, sauna sauna talk guest if you could have a kick-ass mobile sauna and bring it anywhere in the world and take a sauna. Where would you like to go? Anywhere. What's the first place that comes to mind? Uh, uh, Grand Canyon. Up or down?
1: I haven't been down. Both would be fabulous. I think down would be tricky to get it down there. Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah. Y- you know when that I water's so comes... cold. The first thing that came to mind was down. But yeah, I think maybe what what came to mind for you is the vista. Yeah. The vistas. That's right? exactly what it is. Yeah. Good. Hello. We have a mystery guest. Are you going to sauna? No. No, well, you are going to sauna tonight, aren't you? Yeah. How yeah. So are you? Great. Good. Good. Welcome to sauna Talk. Thank Did you. Did I put you on the spot? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you want me to shut it off? Here, I'll shut it no, off. No, you're good. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, we were talking about where, if, so if you could have a mobile sauna and bring it anywhere in the world, where would you like to go? The world? Anywhere that you've been or that you'd like to go and you could bring a...
2: Well, um... I don't know. I can't say for the places that I haven't been because it's not yeah. a good uh, comparison. Like, I can't say for sure. But of the places I've been, and I have not traveled very much worldwide, Canada.
0: Yeah?
2: <laughs> um, no, I think I would say Maui. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: By the ocean or?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. By the ocean.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, oh, Amy. So, yep. so you've taken, you've missed like only three or four nights since Thanksgiving and taking sauna.
2: Um, With the exception of our trip to Maui. To
0: Maui. Okay. Yeah, so, so now yes. that you're like really in, uh, I don't even want to use the word routine, but your sauna is like part of your psyche now, part of your yep. thing of what you yeah. do
2: routine for yeah. sure. So yeah.
0: So you wake up in the morning and you know you're going to sauna later and you go yeah. to work and you do yeah. that and then you come home and Steve was outlining that you guys like to have some dinner and then go for a walk. Yeah. Come in for round one, two, three, round yeah. four, open the door chill out. Yeah. This whole thing and then you go back in the house. As you think about the full like colorful spectrum of that experience if you had to pull one moment out like you know through that whole experience what is like your favorite moment if you had to pick one?
2: Like as you're thinking about preparing to get into the sauna, as you
0: review a whole day with sauna involved, like um, all of the nuances of the rounds and the cool downs, the water over your head, da da. da. Is there is there something that comes to mind? It's like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite favorite part.
2: So, so two things I would say I would say I love um, knowing that when we're on the walk because it's winter time and it's super cold. Knowing that I'm gonna. Come back to a hot sauna.
0: Yeah, so that anticipation is is one. Very good answer. Okay.
2: And then the rest is just the experience itself. Yeah. It just is so cleansing and peaceful, and you can. just kind of chill on your day and have good conversation, and so that's what I. And it's super quiet. I really like that uh-huh. about it too. Yeah, yeah. I love just listening to the um, stove tick and heat up.
0: Yeah, that's
2: what I like. And huh. seeing the flame through the.
0: Same door. question for you, Steve. What is that pinnacle moment for you in a in a sauna session? Or I, even the anticipation or the finale. I have and, to give you two. I gave me.
1: The first round, right when you get in, and for the first forty-five seconds, where you're just like,
0: mm, "Yeah, I've arrived." Yeah, the
1: day is gone. I'm I'm here. I'm present. I can speak with the person that I'm with, and just relax. It is it is such a great feeling. And then, you know. Uh, right away, I, I was thinking about round four, the steam round, which mm. is which is fabulous as well. But I think when you when you get inside, and whether it is just relaxing inside and your body is still warm, but yet you're cooling down inside, oh, yeah. you're getting ready for the night. But then also the next morning, mm. the shower, hopping out of the shower, mm. is, yeah. you just know that you you had a sauna the night before and your body is loose, your
0: ready to go. Has your sleep changed, Amy, since you had sauna?
1: Phenomenal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Sleep, like, never better Mm -hmm. um, since we've had it. Sleep through the night, well-rested. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: So, if you could have a sauna session with anybody in the world, like, dead or alive, past, present, (laughs) who's the first person that would come to mind that You'd like to have a song with like that two, two and a half hour hangout time. <laughs> Steve oh, Steve. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> isn't it and of you so you get to live this dream every night? <laughs> exactly. Or yeah. yeah 40, I, 47 absolutely. out of the last fifty-one nights anyway.
2: I mean how blessed am I? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's great.
1: That's wonderful.
0: So how about you, Amy? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, boy, I don't know. I I like it that it's um more intimate and not sharing with maybe the whole rest of the world yeah. yet. I'm just, you know, getting, it's all new to me. So yeah. it's just getting used to it and getting a comfort level where I wouldn't
0: so feel... You... Awkward. You like the privacy element of yeah, it. Yeah. You wouldn't want to sauna sure. with anybody in the world, dead or alive, past or present, except Steve, because that's the yeah. right answer. Yeah. It's a very private thing for you yeah. guys. I or or, uh, yeah. or family, you know. Yeah.
2: The kids or whatever too. So.
0: Steve, who comes to mind for you besides Amy? Yes, you can't pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> just I mean just by myself, I think, is uh, I'm
1: with the person I want to be. Oh.
2: Wow. <laughs> At least somebody loves you. <laughs>
1: What a (laughs) self-actualized husband. Yeah, right? right. right. Right.
0: Now, you guys are like thick into this authentic sauna gig. What would you say to others is, uh, or what would you say is most misunderstood about sauna? Like when you're talking about, you know, you're talking to friends at work or friends that you know or whatever. Like what is the biggest misconception in either of your eyes that uh, you've experienced out there about sauna?
2: That it takes a a long time to get it up and going. I think everyone talks about the ease of just flipping the switch and that it's ready. You know the
0: the electric sauna.
2: Yeah, is ready. The, yeah. um Fast, but then you know you hear people talk about that and going to the athletic clubs and it those only get to like 140 degrees. So you, I think, miss. The entire experience of it getting hot and sweating through that, all of that. And
0: how about the fresh air and the cool down? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a misconception, isn't there? For sure. Yeah,
1: I think there's a ignorance out. They don't know um, the pleasure of the pre round tinkering of going out to the wood pile, collecting the wood, bringing it in, light it up, clean the ash pan with the um, two prong tool that that most people enjoy some people just chop off this one end and don't understand the the beauty of it it's really the the process of it all and they just don't know and that's Uh that's the funny part when you bring new people into it um it's it's funny to see their reaction of just wow this is great
0: yeah yeah, you've had sound as Amy and health clubs and stuff, uh-huh. right? Yeah. How would you describe, like, is this much different? And if it is, like...
2: Again, it's it it's the a heat, huge or? difference. It's it's the heat, it's the... Um, you don't have the quiet of the ticking of the stove um, as it heats up. And, again, the privacy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't you seem
2: as clean, I, I uh-huh. would say. And I don't have... I don't yeah. know.
0: It's any sure nice. Time. It's sure nice just to like trudge the fourteen, fifteen steps into the house when you're done with sauna. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, really is. Sure. Any other words for people like whether you're there? Maybe some of the listeners out here are thinking about building their own sauna. I'm sure a lot of the listeners have their own sauna and can totally identify with the things you're saying. You know, um, any final words about sauna that you uh, that you want to share?
2: I love having the window so you can see out of the the hot room, and um, a window in the door to see into the um, changing room. I really like that. Mm. I like having a space spacious uh, changing room um, to cool down, just hang out before and after between sessions.
0: Right on, right yeah. on. Very nice, very much uh, right I down. would
2: also say. Um, the music that you bring in is super important,
0: That's mm-hmm. a, What's an example of style music or artist that you like in sauna?
2: Oh, I like the whole gamut I like um you know depending on your mood and the time of day and probably the um season of the the year um I think it all.
0: Different. so in yeah, other words different. he's a good DJ, you're not that specific? Yeah. No we actually um
1: we go on up. to our kids Pandora's
0: account. Yeah. Full yeah.
1: of Spotify. A Spotify. Same thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. How about final last words on you, Steve? Now you've you've had sauna and now you're creating the sauna. I Amy I was joking with Steve that the title of this podcast is gonna be uh uh, Lose a good friend and get a good sauna because <laughs> he's not been. Friend- uh, this is he's the no, I've sounded over. over here is the only time I've sounded since the sauna has been okay. built. Now okay. twice, that's twice. Right. But it's an opportunity cost because this is round. We're going for round three, and you want to get a sauna, in. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll be done after this round. And right. So are you going to have dinner? And what's yeah. your plan? It's we'll the have usual. dinner
2: and um, little cold for a walk tonight. Yeah. I think, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think after dinner we'll, <laughs> we'll yeah. uh, jump in.
0: <laughs> and Steve's look on his face. Is tonight a six-round sauna night for you? It, it, it is. Uh-huh. And, it's and a, how do you a, feel a no about walk that? A no-walk
1: night. I, know, I feel great about that.
0: Will Will she do a... Will you maybe all, tonight only do two rounds and Amy know. 3 or we'll do three, yeah. four with, a, with, with the a steam. Steam round? Yeah. The cool round? Do you still live over on DuPont? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm still over there <laughs> i do a lot more solo saunas now I'm like, yeah, yeah, finding new friends meeting new friends influencing new characters yeah and i sounded with kurt the other day it's oh. like you know it's funny the evolution of sauna like the 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 crew mm-hmm. and you know this is now the you in and out yeah well you're now the third well actually probably fourth fifth person that has built their own sauna that used to come to my sauna and I love that. To me, like, authentic sauna is like can't like a candle. Like, mm-hmm. I have mine, mm-hmm. people experience it, and they get their own candle, and that flame just keeps transferring. And the more authentic saunas that we have in our world, I think the more chill, the more healthy mm-hmm. and For fulfilled, sure. you know, yeah. just happy we're going to all be. That's mm-hmm. my thing.
2: Did Steve tell you about his skin? The transformation yeah. of his skin? Yeah,
0: and his out. doctors. Yeah. How long have you been going to that eczema doctor? Uh, this gal, just two or three years. but yeah. She knows my history. and. Yeah, He looks great.
1: Yeah. I always have. I
0: can't believe you sent him over to my house all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Are you shocked that sauna has, has meant this much to you, Amy? Yes, yes. Uh, what's Um, so shocking there like just the transformation oh just
2: the the um solitude of it and um just how good it makes you feel and i mean mentally and physically and um the quiet time that uh, steve and i have together and the good conversations and i think it's just been fabulous there you have it it's a retreat in the backyard